We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So, Jodie's going to be home in 10 minutes to divorce papers. Oh, and he doesn't have a key. Good fucking luck. I'm absolutely luck. terrified. Good fucking I'm luck. absolutely terrified. No sex for three fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're never having siblings, Cece. No offence. Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Oh Baby podcast with me, Shauna Phillips. And me, Holly Connolly. Shauna and I may be great friends, but we are navigating a very different journey of motherhood, aren't we, darling? Yes, we are. My child is not in the same room and Holly's is. Mine is. Mine is sing- swinging. Next but time. what a little, oh, what a little diamond she's be. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's begun. That, that is not, that's not incontinence, guys. That is Cece. That is, that's not, that's not my flatulence. That is my daughter. <laughs> Yes, um, welcome back guys, hope you enjoyed the last episode and if you have made it through (laughs) to the next episode and you are still thinking about having kids, congratulations because you're better than the rest of us I think. (laughs) So I think we should jump straight into my, I think personally my favourite part of this podcast which is the oh yeah and the oh no moments of our previous week. I feel like we get a little bit of a spiritual cleanse when we get this out and then we can crack on with our week and look for the next oh no moment. <laughs> Actually, I can't believe this is happening because my oh no moment is happening in front of me right now. She's escaped. Ah, hey. oh, hi Cece. Say hello. Yeah, my oh no moment is Cece escaping her chair. Everywhere we put her now, she just literally bursts out of everything she's undoing velcro my dad bought her a playpen yeah my dad's bought her a playpen for christmas and i said dad i need it now the playpen changed my life to be fair it's amazing isn't it but now she literally she's pulling herself up on the bars trying to stand up within the playpen walking around and shaking the bars and i'm like oh my god she looks like like a little king kong in there shauna your oh yeah moment darling let's hear it Lead us with something positive. Yeah, my oh yeah moment. So I think my oh yeah moment is, I kind of touched on this um, before, but I have put up her cot now. She's in an actual cot and yeah. it's wild. Like I feel like I've got, I feel like I've got a whole toddler. So we are, we're, we're growing, we're growing together. And that, that's Aww. probably my, my oh yeah moment, seeing her in her little big girl is, cot. Is she getting to a point where she's trying to stand up in it? Because that's what's scaring me about putting Cece in the cot. Like, obviously, she's swaddled in her snoo at the moment. And I think, like, she's safe in there. She tries to roll around it, but she can't because it's, like, strapped in. But you're not worried about her, like, rolling around and trying to get out? She, she sleeps on her side anyway. So she doesn't go on her belly, Aww. but she sleeps on her side. And she stands up, like if we're holding her, she'll stand up, but she doesn't hold on to things and stand up yet. Um, but I saw you put it on your Instagram story and I was like, yeah, oh I know, I know. my God, is this to come? And do you know what it's, it's really making me realise? Like when everyone says it to you, the newborn stage truly is the easiest. It's the easiest part. 
I can't believe I thought that was hard. Like, what an idiot. But it's, it's like as though people are like, oh, you're going to really miss it. And now I know why people are saying you're going to miss it because it's by far the easiest. Yeah, they're like little worms. Like, you can't, you can't keep them still at all. And my oh no moment. What's my oh no moment? Guys, I don't think I have an oh no moment. I really... Oh, well, good for you. I know, I'm sorry. I can I'd... give you one if you want. I think we've got a good, a really good episode today because <laughs> childcare is not child caring right now. The irony of me not having any childcare on the day we are talking about childcare. I think you've done it on purpose. I actually didn't. Trust me, I would not want to do this on purpose because <laughs> I love childcare. It's my favourite thing. But yeah, my childcare situation at the moment, um, Jodie was supposed, is my husband, he was supposed to be looking after the baby, is actually out getting a haircut when I'm at work being a selfish fucking prick. <laughs> my childcare is being sacked um, as we speak. So today we are discussing all the inner workings of being a working mum and how it's just fucking hard. Can I just say, my whole adult life, I looked forward to maternity leave. I was like, getting, getting paid to, to just watch your kid, like, sign me up. Do nothing. I was like, oh my God, on maternity leave, so jealous. Then I become self-employed. Then there was no such thing as maternity leave. Mm. And then I realised that looking after your kid is actually harder than going to work. <laughs> oh my God. Looking after a kid is a full-time job in itself. I actually saw a TikTok this morning, ironically, um, about a woman who was a nurse. She was from America. And she's talking um, about being a stay-at-home mum. And she said that this week she'd taken on more shifts and her husband was looking after the kids. So bearing in mind, all he had to do was take them to school in the morning. They went to nursery and then they, he had to look after them for an hour after school or after nursery. And then one day one of the kids was sick and she was talking about it. And she said that he said to her, having a child for a day is harder than working 40 hours a week. And she was like, yeah, yeah. now you get it. And I feel like, I, I don't know yeah. why it always feels like women versus men in this argument, but is it because we're more of a nurturing sex? Or like, why does it always come down to that where it's like, mum is always, mum always knows best, don't we, at the end of the day? And like, when she's crying, they're like, oh, take it, uh, uh, uh. and I'm like, yeah, she's yeah, crying. you know what to do. Yeah, you know what to do. Or, you know, as women, there's this sort of societal expectation where... We're just supposed to crack on. Yeah. But you wouldn't ask somebody to work. For, no, I'm getting angry now. Because you wouldn't ask someone to work 40 hours a week without being paid, would you? You wouldn't work 40 hours a week without being paid. No. Why am I doing this for free? I feel like Jodie and I'm just really scared right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm more scared for when he walks in the door. Oh my God. So I obviously am a single mum, which I mean, like, obviously it's hard. But at, at least I don't have expectations, like, for someone to be a co-parent. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I do have a lot of friends, and, and if my friends are listening to this, <laughs> you're going to know who I'm talking about. But I have friends, I have family members, like, that are obviously in, like, a co-parent relationship. Yeah. And so I can speak on their behalf. I hope that they don't hate me for this, and they're going to be like, thank you for, like, getting our point across. But I feel like 
And I'm not generalizing. There's probably men out there that are absolutely incredible. There's men out there that are doing it on their own. I completely get it. I'm not speaking for for all men, but I'm just speaking for some men that I know. Mm. I feel like they think that when they look after their child, they're babysitting and they're they're doing doing us a favor. Yes. Yes. What is that all about? Yes. And like their work, their work's more important than the mum's work. And that I don't think they understand that women, mums, want their own income as well. Like, yes. it's not just a case of, oh, can I have an allowance? Like, no. Yeah. I want to be able to work myself, but I can only work if we have childcare. And it's just assumed that, well, no, that's your job. You're the mum. You look after the baby. But, like, I, I was saying to Jodie earlier in a few of my abusive messages, would you expect me to say to you, oh, can you take Cece to the club tonight because I'm, I'm going to have my extensions done? <laughs> when you say it like that, what was his reply? I haven't had a reply. I haven't had a reply. Because he's... Uh, he, I'm on airplane mode, so I've either been blocked <laughs> or um, he's, he's... I don't know where he is right now, but I don't actually want to know. But, like, those sort of situations <laughs> where it's like, why is it all right? Like, f- I mean, if, if he went to work... With a baby, people would be like, what the hell are you doing? But if I went to work with a baby, yeah. it's like, oh, well, you know, she's had, she had a bit of a rough morning, so we're going to let her off. Yeah. Did you have time off after you had CC? I had two weeks off, babe. <laughs> that is wild, ain't it? And I think I was so naive to think that my life wouldn't change, especially when it came to my career. And two or three weeks... Jody went back to work and a week later he fell over walking the dogs and broke his ankle. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was, this is not funny, but it's really, really funny. Um, I went to bed with the baby during the day and Jody said, I'm going to go and walk the dogs. So I was like, okay, sure, have fun. So I put my phone on silent. Oh, I remember this. Do you remember this? And we have, we had three dogs, right? And he's walking back a mile from the house. It's all lovely woodlands and wherever where he used to take them. And he's walking back. And as he's walked back, he's lost his footing oh on like a, a ditch in the woods and literally snapped his ankle. <laughs> anyway, he couldn't walk for six weeks. Oh. He was like bed bound. His ankle was this big, uh, crutches. Uh, it was just the worst possible timing. So it meant then he couldn't get in and out of work. Um, he couldn't do anything sort of labor intensive. And it was just hell. It was absolute hell. I was driving him everywhere. Yeah. And I was just like, what, how, like of all timing. So then it left us in such a predicament where I was like, I never thought about this when I was trying for a baby. I never thought like, I knew money would be an issue because kids are expensive, life is expensive, but I never thought of those sort of situations where it's like, what if both of us can't work at one point? It's terrifying, it's scary. I mean, it must be even scarier for you, especially as a single parent. Like, Like what, what do you do if you're sick? The buck ends with me, which is absolutely terrifying. Like, I don't know whether it helped me having like a regular job for a good few years before Love Island um, and the fact that I was 25 when I'd done it. So I'd already had life experience. So when it comes to jobs and money after Love Island, I have never been a snob. And I've heard like just through Grapevine that there's been other people that would like turn their nose up at certain like money jobs. Like let's just say a job offered you a thousand pounds. 
and people would be like, I'm not doing it for that. Whereas me, because I've had a regular job with a regular income, a thousand pounds to me is a lot of money. So I- A thousand pounds, a thousand pounds. A hundred percent. And I I also know that this isn't gonna last forever. I need to do whatever I can. So I've always had that before I even had the baby. I've always had like a kind of like go get her attitude. But since the baby, I will literally like all of my money is her money. Yes. Whatever I earn goes to her. And you only want to spend it on them anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I will literally do whatever it takes to make her money. Like if I have to send if I have to sell all my clothes on Depop, I will do it. Um And like with the cost of living, like I just think like it's actually mental, like what things cost and it's also insane. the value of things as well isn't it like when I was younger I used to go out and never think twice about spending 700 quid on a pair of stupid high heels and now I'm like oh my god yeah what could 700 pounds get me now like for my family like that could pay towards a holiday or more memories a hundred percent I was I was gonna get these um Prada trainers yeah they're like they're 700 or 800 pound. I was going to get them. They was in my basket. I, I tried them on in Selfridges. They didn't have my size. I was going to buy them online. And I was literally checking out. I was putting my details in. And then something hit me. And I was like, 700 pounds for a pair of canvas fucking trainers? Yeah. All because it says Prada. Am I a dickhead? Yeah, exactly. And thank God, like pre-baby me, oh my God, I would have bought them. And I would have felt like the baddest bitch. Now... I feel like the dumbest bitch. Like, set, I have a mortgage. I ain't got £700 just to be wasting on a pair of shoes. Absolutely not. Yeah, and responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, if you're younger, honestly, especially if you've been in Love Island or something like that, like, it doesn't last forever. Please put, like, put your money away, girls and boys. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Do you know what I hate? When people take pictures on Christmas morning of 7,000 presents for their children. Like, I, I just think... It's muggy. It, it's muggy, <laughs> isn't it? Shots fired. It's so muggy. Because I would rather spend money on doing something with her... Yeah, that's it. ...than creating a spoiled kid that comes down in the morning and counts how many presents they've got yeah. to see whether they've got more than the year before. Like, I I really, really hope Lucia never, ever does that. Like mm. I, and I know it's hard. Like I remember when I was younger, my mum and dad used to literally drill it in me before we even opened presents in the morning. Yeah. My dad would be like, you don't know how lucky you are. But it's it's true. Like, And, it's and so I think true. it's really had an impact on me. My mum and dad worked their bloody bums off to like give me and my brother the best childhood. And listen, I lived on a council estate. I still live on a council estate. <laughs> but I, I just have nothing but happy memories. Yeah, and don't you think you don't recognise that until you become a parent yourself? Oh my God, I have 
oh my God, I'm trying not to get emotional here. <laughs> but the respect I have for my mum and dad now for just making shit happen. And like, I can't imagine how hard it was. And we didn't, me and my brother never sensed like an ounce of that. I know. So I really, people, if you're out there this Christmas, please don't try and like keep up with the Joneses. Please don't worry about if people bloody put pictures of thousands of fucking presents. Like, like kids ain't going to remember a stupid toy car that they got. They're going to remember how happy their environment was. That's it. Don't dig deep in your pockets. Dig deep in your souls. Mic drop. Yeah. Mic drop. I'll write a book soon. <laughs> Something else that I want to touch on as well, like whilst we're on this topic, what are your thoughts on like designer clothes for kids? And all that sort of thing. Like, I, I was trying to have this conversation with a friend of mine recently. And, you know, I totally appreciate gifts and beautiful things from people and whatever. But um, it was actually one of my best, best mates. She went to Bista and they were in Montclair. with, And um, she sent me a picture of a pink Montclair, like, pram suit thing. And I said to her, I was like, that is absolutely beautiful. I said, but I can't justify spending that kind of money on something that they're going to wear for five minutes and not only that it's also like my baby's not gonna know the difference between Prada and Primark you know no, all we care yeah. about is like how how they look in front of other people and I think it's a yeah. really important yeah. topic to sort of just touch on like whilst we're talking about finances and how much yeah. kids cost and all the rest of it like we don't need to tell people listen to this how much kids cost they know like regardless of your situation um but I thought that would be interesting because I know you're a glamorous, just like me. <laughs> I'm actually really trying not to laugh right now. I think you would be quite... I don't think you would do that, would you? You wouldn't do that, would you? No, can I just say, can I just say, I've actually, I actually got Lucia a Moncler pram suit <laughs> from Vista. <laughs> I'm going to have to send you a picture. <laughs> so, but... Oh, now I feel really bad. No, listen, full disclosure, I got this while I was pregnant, not after. So, like, my mindset's completely changed. Yeah. But she's literally got two... She's got two designer things. She, I bought her a pair of, like, little Gucci leggings from there. Like, I'm just... Yeah. Oh, I hate my life. Um, but was that because it was seen as a bargain? Because it was from Bista? Like, oh, like 100%. 100%. I... Girl math, I, I actually earned money from buying it because yeah. I saved so much money. Yeah. Girl math. But I do have a rule and I, I, I don't buy her designer anymore because I think it's so fucking stupid. Um, but designer that I, I have bought her, I didn't know I was having a girl when I was pregnant. So it's all neutral. So I can use it for kids to come. There like, you go. They, they will be used again. Girl math again. I've doubled up, doubled my savings. But also, I, I just wouldn't do that now. Like, and I, I put her in a dress the other day from Zara. And um, even Zara, even Zara gets expensive. And I'm like, you need to calm yourselves down. Yeah. Who's putting their kid in cashmere? Not me. I know, I know. You can't even wash it properly. I So she had like a little Zara dress on the other day. And someone was like, oh my God, that, that Burberry dress is so cute on her. And I was thinking, that I don't know whether you're saying that because you think I would buy her Burberry. But I, I absolutely wouldn't now because... It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The thing is, you're not buying, you're not buying Prada because it's fabulous quality. You're buying it to impress other people. When you break it down like that, 
it's just disgusting. It's really black. I bought her the most cutest pair of pajamas the other day. Tesco's twelve pound. I love them. Yeah. I absolutely love them. She's gonna wear that more than any designer. I think the term or the phrase that we're looking for is um, going broke whilst trying to look rich. Oh, yes. And I have another one. Act broke, stack notes. Love that. I think I've nicked that from someone. But it's really true. Like, rather than trying to look rich, just act not rich and, and put the money away. Seriously. Have you got any nightmare work stories whilst being a mum? Yes. I'm just going to let you take the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I think every day's been a nightmare recently. Should we just go silent and let Cece talk? Yeah, Cece, um, <laughs> do you have anything you want to say on this topic? <laughs> we should get... Oh, my God, I've got the best idea. We should get a little voice note from Jodie and we want an explanation. We want... We want reasons no i want a full-blown statement yeah. i want a statement a public <laughs> apology um i want laws yeah. changed a, an online petition i want it all is this gonna is this gonna lead to a domestic with you and jody yeah oh more than a fucking domestic <laughs> more than a domestic Childcare's hard Childcare is so hard because the worst part is like if you want to go back to work it's expected in, in, in the first instance, like, how as mothers are we supposed to progress in any industry or in society as a whole if we're constantly expected to just stay at home with our kids? Like, are we just supposed to then not have babies? Or, like, you know... No, it's hard. What, what are we meant to do? It is hard. That was probably one of the reasons why I put off having kids, because I wanted to be as, like, like, financially independent as I possibly could. Like, because... <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen yes this is what i've been saying i say it to all my girlfriends i'm like don't just think it's about meeting the right man because it's not it is not i said you know it's important to be with the right man so you don't end up murdering them after a haircut <laughs> yeah jody's getting the fucking sack mate is your dad a selfish <laughs> <laughs> Cece's dad has arrived, <laughs> or shall I say the sperm donor, is what I'm thinking of him today, because I'm honestly so annoyed with him. I can see how it gets really, really difficult to like maintain a relationship with a baby. And like I, I remember just being on the, like, the ward once I'd had her, um, and obviously I was with my mum, and there was no arguing with me and my mum. My mum was fully the boss, because she knows what she's doing. I have no idea. I was the apprentice. Um, but obviously we've, we could hear conversations in all of the other cubicles and tensions were frosty. Tensions were frosty between pe like partners. And I just remember thinking like, obviously this is not how I envisaged having my child, but at least I'm chilled out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm the other way. So <laughs> there's absolutely no chill in our house. There's always something happening. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I pictured this whole like fairy tale story that we were going to be living like Posh and Bex, basically. You know, it would be fine. I can just get someone to do that. And I, I feel as well, something I really want to touch on is about using my mum, um, is that I don't like to keep asking people for help 
I mean, yeah. what is that all about as women? Why are we so obsessed? Is it? A, I don't even feel like it's a pride thing, but it's like. Even my dad said to me last week, he was like, oh, you know, if you ever want a break, you can leave her with me for the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, but I'd actually rather use those people when I really, really, really need them. And I think at the same time, I feel like I don't want people to know that I need help. No, and I I also have a fear of people thinking I'm lazy. I don't know why. Yes! Or like I'm taking the piss. Yeah, I feel like it's... I do feel like it's rooted in the fact that I feel like my job post Love Island is so different to my job before then and I felt I felt I felt mm. way more important and I felt way more like my views and stuff were required like with my job before Love Island that I felt more important that now I just feel like I just feel a bit lazy and I'm not used to it so that when I yeah. like now I've got my Lucia if I need help like with my mum, like, if I say, oh, like, can you just hold the baby really quickly while I go and do this? It's like I have to justify, like, going to the toilet. Like, yeah, why? Just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so right. It's it's really hard. It's, it's hard finding the balance. And, like, my mum, I've said it before on the podcast, my mum does, the like, the nighttime routine. But it's because I'm doing dinner and I'm, like, tidying up after dinner and yeah. sorting the dogs out. So... I'm not just sitting down on my phone no, and I'm no. very aware. I feel like I'm very aware of that. I feel like I have to be doing something unless otherwise I'm going to look lazy. Is there anyone you feel like, not not to name names, but is there anybody you feel like you can't leave the baby with? Lord, there's only certain people that you trust with Lucia. 100%. There is literally probably my mum, my mum, Lucia's other nan and granddad and auntie, and my friend Emma, they're probably they're probably the only people that I would... I, I've only left Lucia with my mum, but it's only just because she lives in the same house as me and it's just easy. It's just anxiety. The thought of her being with anyone else, not me, oh, literally makes yeah. me want to die. You know what it is for me? It's like, obviously, touch wood and God forbid, if anything happened to her when she was in somebody else's company would I ever be able to forgive that person? 1,000%. And that is what it is for me. Like, my mum, I could actually forgive my mum if the worst was ever to happen, but I think anybody else, I, I yeah, probably not. Like, I, I would blame them. Uh, <laughs> as, as awful as that sounds. like I'd have to burn their house down. Yeah, you would. I, no, I've listened, I've watched way, way too many true crime documentaries. I know way too ma- much about the dark web and shit like that to trust Lucia with anyone that isn't me. Like, I... And it's probably a good thing and a bad thing because I see danger in everything. Like, my gym has a crash, and I'm sure they're lovely people, but I, I could never leave her in a crash, especially not this young, unless I've strapped a GoPro to her. What do you think that is? True crime. It's true crime documentaries. You've given yourself PTSD. 100%. But in my mind, I'm like, nothing bad can happen to her if she's not in that situation. Like, I have taken her out of that situation and it won't happen because she will be attached to me until until Mm. I'm dead. Uh, She will be 60 years of age and I will still have her in a harness. Leading on to something more positive, because I feel like everybody's going to walk away from this. And And need a sit down. (laughs) Let's talk about something a bit more positive. 
Um, I know you would like more children in the future. Yeah. So let's talk baby names. Yeah. Let's talk about Lucia and how you yeah. come up with Lucia. Do you know, I had Lucia. I, I've, I've always liked the, na- the name Lucia. And Lucia's dad also liked Lucia. So when I found out I was pregnant, it's so strange because obviously I didn't know what I was having. But... That was just the name. And I actually didn't really have any boy names. If I had a boy name, it was going to be after Lucia's dad. But I only said that because I really just felt like I weren't having a boy. (laughs) So I just didn't waste any brain time. To this day, I still have no boy names. Like, I have no idea. And I would like a boy, like, next, because then I've got one of both. But God knows what the poor sod's going to be called. I have no idea. What about Sean? Sean. <laughs> Sean and Shauna. <laughs> fun fact, fun fact. When I was younger, I used to hate my name and I wanted to change my name to Michelle. No way. Don't ask me why I'm Michelle. I used to ask my mum and dad to call me Christina after Christina Aguilera. Oh, I love yeah, that. I really, I really liked her. I really, really liked her. And then when I found out Holly Valance was called Holly, I was like, famous. Banging song. Um, but it's so funny you say that about... Um, girls and boys' names because I was convinced I was having a boy so I only had boys' names. Really? Yeah. Because I just thought I was having a boy. Like, I thought, end of story. Like, I know what yeah. I'm having. Um, and if Cece was a boy, she was going to be called Chance. So I think if I have a boy, I'd probably call them Chance. Because um, I like the idea of a lucky Chance. I like Chance. And it was Chance Connolly. So it was CC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we wanted to keep in with the CC theme. But yes, yeah, Cece was actually Jodie's idea. Um, actually, or was it my dad's idea? I can't actually remember, but we had a long list. I was going to call her Capri. Oh, I love that. And I thought it was so pretty. And it was actually going to be her middle name. And then I liked Cloud. So I wanted it to be Cloud Capri. And Jodie was like, I'm not calling the kid Cloud. And my mum and dad were like, no fucking way am I having a kid called Cloud? And I was like, no, it's so cool. Like, it's so trendy and I loved it. Anyway, so we had to settle on Cloud for the middle name. But yeah, CC was actually Jodie's idea because of the initials. So like CC. Yeah, um, yeah. And then my dad was like, it, CC means something. or it was, It's an Italian name. So it's like really resonates with our family. So I was like, yeah go for it my dad was like it's really classy and you need to spell it with a big c and a little i and a big c and my dad's telling me how to do it all and i'm like all right mate let's just sign the birth certificate you know how long how long was she nameless for two weeks <laughs> she didn't have a name for two Stop weeks here. yeah so we were trying I know diff- that. yeah we were trying out different names every day i'd be like cloud cloud i'd be like capri capri no! Yeah. And we were, and it's Cece, she always responded the most to as well. Oh my God, no, see, I I knew she was going to be Lucia, so it was always going to be Lucia for a girl's name. And I really like the name Luella. Oh, Luella's beautiful. I lo- And I think if I have another girl, I think Lu- Luella's up there. I didn't have any plans on having like all L's. Um, if I ever get blessed, I say blessed because I don't want to like jinx myself. If I ever get blessed with twins. Oh yeah. I... God, God, I'm, but twins run in my family as well, so... They run in my family. And you know what's really... It kind of annoyed me a little bit because every time I'd been to see a psychic, they were telling me I was having twins. <gasps> Can you imagine having twins now? No, no. And now I'm thinking, oh. does that mean I'm going to have twins after Cece? 
Oh so my that's God. in the back of my mind now where I'm like, no more kids. I mean, not yeah. to mention the fact Jodie and I, yeah, Jodie and I are never talking again after today. So there's absolutely no sex happening <laughs> at least for the next three years. So there won't be any baby names to be thought about. I can only imagine. But yeah. Right, guys, that is it for probably one of the most tumultuous <laughs> episodes. Probably one of the most tumultuous podcast episodes you will ever hear in podcast history. It, it's been me, Holly and Cece. Yeah, guys, I just want to apologise for the negativity today, but I do feel like this is the reality. This is what it's really, really like. And if I was sat here like, yeah, everything's great, I'd probably burst into tears anyway. So <laughs> we, yeah, we promised, we promised we was going to give you everything warped and all. And I just think we've just yeah. overdone it this week. Just a we little really bit. really <laughs> overdone it. Thanks for listening. That's the, that's the Oh Baby Pod with Shauna and Holly. Don't forget to follow the show on at Oh Baby Pod on Instagram and on TikTok at Oh Baby. And send us your emails to obaby at bowermedia.co.uk. And please send any videos, voice notes, messages in to the Instagram, to the TikTok, to the email, because we want to hear what you guys are going through. We want to hear your opinions on the show. We want to bring it onto the podcast. This is literally a podcast for all of us. Please send it in and know that it may end up on this podcast. So if you're bitching about your spouse or your mum or your mother-in-law, please know we may use it. <laughs> Shall we finish this podcast with an apology from Jodie? Yes, I want a very public apology. Um... We, we will we'll see you next week. Uh, Jodie, take it away. Take it away, babe. <laughs> Holly and Shauna. And all the producers that power is that? Yeah. Really sorry for causing all the drama this morning. It probably will happen again. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Just say, so, Holly, I'm so sorry. Here's my Amex. <laughs>